Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. And now for Pucks and Pints. Brought to you by Jimmy Sports Lounge in Kingston, Ontario. there to start the show make sure you say hi to us in chat and let us know who you are great to be here my name's coach k it's the most fun time of the year well not quite but we're getting very close to it ladies and gentlemen and we're here to uh to break it all down for you uh jay vegas and his picks of the week after he's gone i don't know owen 20 in the past few weeks he's still trying to Save himself. We'll see how he did last week. Mike Joel at Sports Minute. And all the fun stuff. We got a hot seat. We got the race to the cup. And, of course, our first segment coming up in just a second. But any of you outside of Canada may not know the uh, significance of this. But I was I was scrolling through my news feed um, at home before we came on air. Uh, Tim and Friends is coming to an end. Um, big show. On Sportsnet in Canada, really? ladies and gentlemen, uh, not just hockey, baseball, football, just a, a Canadian-centric sports guy who's an entertainer. He gets the biggest guests on, the biggest people from the world of hockey. I love him to death. He's moving on to a new project. Um, his partner, Sid, left him in the middle of the pandemic, and he saved the show for two more years. But it is over uh, April. 11th. All right. Yeah, that's going to suck. That's it. They're, they're a good watch. Yeah. They're fun, right? They're, they're just a fun sports show. They get a lot of good, but they have a lot of good insight. The guy's not dumb. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's kick things off. We got a lot to talk about. As always, it's time for... Now, it's Bacon's Craft Brew Review. <laughs> Brought to you by Locker Room Lager. Yeah, Bacon, don't forget to uh, hit that. Uh, yes, it is. 
Well, that was weird. That was really weird. Yeah. Are you there, Bacon? All right. Well, yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear oh. me? Okay. Well, I was just going to pimp this up, but if you want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the you by Longmugger drinking that on tap tonight. Um, remember, if you go out and uh, purchase from their use promo code, Pucks and Pints, at, uh, five bucks off your order. And uh, they do director. So if you uh, order it quickly, it gets even quicker. Big and, to answer your question from last week, I heard back, and uh, they do not ship to the U.S. as of yet. Boo. We got to get this going because uh, Jim, <laughs> Jimmy's getting it. Jimmy's getting it at uh, Jimmy's Sports Bar. Folks, just an easier way to uh, order. Uh, go to PucksandPintsRadio.com. That's PucksandPintsRadio.com. We got a big display there. You uh, just click on the link. Use Pucks and Pints. Five bucks off your first order. I'm uh, enjoying my last one, so I'm going to need to order some real soon. And I owe uh, Bacon six, so... What do you got tonight, brother? <laughs> oh. So we'll... We're losing him. He has some issues. First of all, I think there's a delay on his side. Uh -huh. And, and uh, yeah, his internet's going in and out very badly. Are you there, Bacon? You might want to leave and come back in. Reestablish your Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, reestablish your Wi-Fi. We have them frozen on screen, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to pull him up. Because I'm sure he's got lots of great stuff to say. He's, he's probably drinking some kind of, you know, like orange cider or... So, something, something infused with beets and caramel apples. You know it. You know it. Anyway, I am. I don't. I know you're drinking your usual. I do have my last one here of the uh, locker room lager, and um, I'm going to enjoy it. I, uh, good well, beer. I did. I did hear. I did hear him before he completely fell fell off. That uh, they do not ship to New York or the United States. I guess. So. Uh, we, I wonder. I will wait on that. Like, if I got some and tried to ship them, would it be allowed? Uh, I had Stu ship me a special bottle of wine that could only be found in England. I asked him to pick it up for me. I paid for it and paid for the shipping, and he shipped it to me. We didn't have an issue. I'm right. sure he didn't say that it was alcohol in the shipping manifest. Right. You've got to go incognito. Right. But we have done it in the past. All right. Listen, I'm going to uh, I'm going to pull this off for now. Like last week, uh, we are going to hide this away, ladies and gentlemen. Poor Bacon, he's not having the best of luck lately in anything that he does. Uh, as, as we said with the fantasy hockey, and uh, I did want to congratulate him as a runner-up in his hockey league, but I didn't get a chance. So uh, you and I. Uh, spoke about this. We might as well hop right into this because you're the one that's uh... And now Stinky Lockers presents In 
The link over to Stinky Lockers, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is also at BucksandPintsRadio.com. Kind of another strange turn of events in Arizona. It, it, it's crazy what this franchise has been through this season. But uh, so apparently uh, at the end of last week on Thursday, uh, the Arizona Coyotes minority owner, Andrew Barraway, uh, was arrested in Colorado on a domestic violence charge. Uh, uh, he apparently got into a uh, verbal argument with his wife that turned physical. What and, was his wife? See, I didn't read that part. Yeah, it was, it was his wife. Um, it says here, I'll just read from part of the story. It says the 57-year-old Barraway was arrested after a verbal altercation with his wife turned physical, according to the police report. Um, he is prohibited from having contact with his wife except when it involves their children and can't consume alcohol under a court order. So this all happened um, last Thursday, last um, Friday. Uh, the National Hockey League uh, made a statement regarding it. Uh, the statement reads, the National, Hockey, the National Hockey League is aware of the arrest of Arizona Coyotes minority owner Andrew Barraway. Uh, pending further information, he has sus been suspended indefinitely. Now, I heard I heard um, he put her in a chokehold. Well, that is, um, if I get down, I don't know if it has here. Yeah, so it says here, uh, Barraway faces a class four felony charge of second degree assault related to strangulation and a third degree assault charge. So, yeah, he apparently, yeah, it, a chokehold something, he was strangling her. So, um, again, this happened in Colorado. Uh, it, 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 at this point, we should note that, again, this is the Arizona Coyotes minority owner. He, was, he has a 5% stake in the, uh, in the uh, club. He also owns a Greek soccer team. And uh, he was the majority owner of the Arizona Coyotes, but sold the bulk of it to the current owner. And I, off the top of my head, I don't have it in front of me. Um, back in 2019, so he only has a five percent stake. He's a he's a he's a hedge fund analyst, um, and um, I don't think he should be involved in in this in Arizona with the team with the NHL with sports at all if he's committing acts of domestic violence. I, I don't mean to take you off your, uh, your, your high horse here on the hot seat, but... We have breaking news. Of course, we have breaking news. Uh, Bacon's computer is updating again. I told him, get rid of the freaking Windows computer, get a Mac. You know I have one for sale. Yeah, at a real I, good price. I'm fine with Windows. I I just turn the updates off and update when it's convenient for me, which is not during or before a show. Correct. Anyway, I remember. I remember not not ju uh, just on the same topic. Real quick, I remember when I was doing the other show, I had a Windows computer for a, a phone call coming in. It took two hours to update it. I was so pissed that day. Yeah. But anyway. It's always inconvenient. But yeah, I realize he's a 5% owner, but like how much bad press can you get? The visitor dressing rooms. I mean, there's... That, there's, that, was, that was nonsense. But there's um, a lot of people really excited tonight because they're going to get to see Connor McDavid in a 5,000-seat arena. I'd be losing my shit too. But like, come on. This is Bettman's baby. 
Okay. Well, they have they have more in retained salary than they have an actual team salary. And they're not going to win the Bedard sweepstakes from what I heard they, today. They, they they well they I mean they are too, way too far away to to win it as far as the standings go. Um but give the Arizona Coyotes credit. They have outperformed everybody's initial uh, thought, initial analysis of what they would do this year. They have vastly outperformed that. They're under 500, but not that far under 500. And going into the season, most everybody picked them to finish last. They lost their arena. They're playing in a college arena. They started the season on like some ridiculous 14-game road trip, which lasted two months, while the uh, the uh, um, the Mullet Arena was was getting finished being constructed, because they was they weren't prepared for an NHL team to uh, play in it. Um, so give this team credit, and I watched their game yesterday against uh, Colorado, down two nothing in the third. They came back. They ultimately lost in the shootout, four to, uh, final score of 4-3. to three. But down 2 nothing. they were getting highly outplayed through the first two periods. They came back and put, a, put up a game and almost beat Colorado. They have been playing well of late. Uh, so I give them a lot of credit. Um, I think they're in that. I think they're in that death zone, though. Like, come on, folks. You're either going to win or you're going to lose. And... Yes, Arizona's done a great job. I'll give them credit. They put on competitive games. Maybe they'll beat Edmonton tonight. Who knows? Mm-hmm. However, you're not going to get Connor Bedard that way. San Jose is doing the best job of all. We'll talk about that later. But I. But let's be let's be realistic now. Is is Bacon making noises now? Can you hear me? Yes, you're you're here. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you turn off Windows updates? I, you know what? I'm about five seconds from throwing this computer. This is, so I don't want to interrupt the hot seat, but this is a different computer from last week that's been on all day. Are you anticipating this? And it decides to reboot as we start the show. <laughs> How does it reboot while you're on? See, my computer... This one didn't all... even give me a notification. It just shut off. Yeah, see, my you got you, uh, you to gotta get in your... Uh, Big B is an IT guy. He'll help you. I absolutely... So am I. It's not set to do that. I don't know what happened. I have a Mac for sale for a good price. Yes, <laughs> yes. And if you send him a case of, uh, you know, the locker room logger, he'll be even happier. All right, Big B, I agree with you. Uh, embarrassing to the franchise, but they've done a great job. Are you ready to tell us what you're fucking drink, freaking <laughs> drinking this week? <laughs> I, I am. I went through the whole thing only to realize that I was frozen. So, um, staying local in Chatham, Sons of Kent again. Well, I've tried that. Uh, I've tried that one. Yeah, yep. the Fest beer, Oktoberfest. Yep. Uh, I don't know if you're an Oktoberfest fan, but it's really good. Um, it's it's very Reminiscent of a good German beer. And then, as always, he's got a the locker room sponsor logger. of the show, the Locker Room Lager. I got a couple cans of that as well. You should uh, jab your pen in the bottom of the Locker Room Lager. And, and, and sure, I think that'll you make go. you feel better. Shoot the beer. <laughs> I think I'm going to need more of something stronger than that. <laughs> oh, 
pour bacon, ladies and gentlemen. Locker Room Lager at PucksandPintsRadio.com. Uh, you just use the promo code Pucks and Pints, and you're going to get $5 off your order. No international shipping as of yet, but we're working on it. Yes. All right. Let's get into the fun stuff for your boys. It's time to play, and I don't know if a lot of a lot has changed, if we have any more answers, but we're about to find out. 16 teams enter, and only one survives. It's time for the race to the cup. Yeah, it's getting closer every day. Two days I'm in Toronto, boys. Um, ready to watch that game. Uh, where do you want to start this week? You want to start in the West? We always start in the East. Yeah, let's start in the West. It's a, I think it's a quicker conversation. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's so complicated. Wild 93, I- Avalanche 92, uh, Stars 92. They're dropping, and the Avalanche have a game in hand. Uh, Knights 98, Kings 96. Oilers, 91, and your wild cards are the Kraken with 88, Jets with 85, and lo and behold, the Flames are still there waiting for the Jets to just go away. So speaking of the Kraken at 88, um, after recording 60 points last season, the 28-point increase that they have this year is now the largest um, in NHL history, largest largest point increase in NHL history between a franchise's first and second year. Interesting. You should have sent that out to uh, Colton. To Colton. Well, I got another one about Seattle as well um, that I was going to send to Colton because this one goes way back. Um, today, um, The I guess it would be... 27th yesterday. of March. Yesterday, March 26, 1917, the Seattle Metropolitans uh, defeated the Montreal Canadiens 9-1 to win the Stanley Cup, making the first American team to win the, the Stanley Cup. I did not know that. There you go. Now, so here we are. I mean, look, phenomenal job. Uh, Ron Francis has done a, a phenomenal job. He's got tons of draft picks and, and prospects and cap room to work with uh, over there in Seattle. Um, he, he's not the bank of the NHL, as we said, you know, Arizona and some other teams are. He's done a great job. Are they in? Looks like they're in the, you know, pretty, they're, they're still pretty tight three points out of a, out of, out of a regular spot, but they look like they're in pretty good for a wild card. I, I, I don't think Calgary's going to catch uh, the Kraken. I do think they're going to catch the Jets. Who are still five and five? Well, yeah, the Jets I mean, are four let, points up. But let's let's look at the 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 last ten from the four teams: Seattle, Winnipeg, Calgary, and Nashville. All of them in the last ten have won five games. Winnipeg has lost five games, whereas Calgary has lost three in regulation and two in, in overtime. Uh, same with the uh, Seattle. Nashville's lost uh, one in overtime, four in regulation. There's no movement there. Two in hand on the Jets. I think the only team, well, the Kraken, the Kraken and the uh, Preds are sitting at 72. Uh, Jets and Flames at 74. 
But there's no if every single team has won five games, so they're all keeping pace with each other. Remember what I said a, a few weeks ago when they were all like three and seven in their last ten. Nobody wants to win this. Who's ever gonna lose the least amount is going to win those wild card spots, and mm-hmm. it still holds the same because if they all, if one loses, they all lose. If one wins, they all win. That's the way it's been going for weeks with these four um, slots. It's the same in the races, right? Like Kings and Knights, they're within two points. Pretty big uh, lead on the Oilers in third. Wild and Avalanche and Stars all within a point. No, like there's a little bit of an edge coming out in the East, which we'll see when we get over there. But the first place team is kind of, we're kind of seeing a lock. Um, yeah. Not one team has clinched a playoff spot in the West, as far as I can see. Nope, nobody yet. Yeah, it's it's really way too close. I mean, with I, I suppose with the exception of the Knights at 98 being five points up or, I mean, two points up on the Kings, but uh, five points up on the rest of the field at least, um, they're the only ones that you could maybe say might do it. But again, like you said, 10 games left, if they lose six of them, they may end up going from one to three. And I'll give credit to the top of the field here, Big B. I know you like to talk last 10. Uh, Knights, eight and two. Kings, eight, zero and two, point in every one of their last 10. Yep. I'm having a feeling this may be the team that, that comes in. Uh, and the Oilers, seven, two and one, also very good. Uh, while they're six, one and three, still winning. Avalanche are eight and two. Everyone's been warning about them, and the Stars are slipping at five and four and one. Yeah, the Stars with the worst record is actually surprising to me. Um, they were talking about, um, I believe it was a, the, the Kraken again on on the radio. Just as I was coming back from the from the mechanic, uh, getting some some quotes on tires, and they were saying they they went uh, through the last or through the weekend basically they went uh, two one and one which with the strength of schedule was a really good outcome for them getting three points in four games. So they did really, really well considering. Yeah. Oh, they're a good team. And we talk again week after week after week about the very small sample size of elite goalies. And, and yeah. theirs is one of them. Although what, what what's going on in Winnipeg with Hellebuck? Like, Winnipeg or Calgary, one of them's out. And whoever's out, they're going to blow it up. And I mean, I coach, GM, yeah, players. There's players in Calgary right now that are refusing to return next year to play for Sutter. Yeah, yep. Calgary's a mess in, in there. I, I, I don't see them. That's going to uh, you know manifest itself on the ice. I don't see them making a push to get into the playoffs. If by some chance because like I said nobody wants to win those wild card spots Calgary makes it in they get bounced very easily in the first round they they do not have the makeup to make a run in the playoffs at all nor do the Kraken nor do the Jets nor do the Predators so I would think that the other six teams fighting for that number one spot I'd rather play one of those teams than the Avalanche, Wilder, Stars, and Knights, Kings, or Oilers. 
You know what I mean? Like, uh, you you would think that dogfight for first. Now, I heard something yesterday. I'd like to ask you guys about this. This is more of an Eastern Conference thing. But there was a big debate on NHL.com and also on uh, Sportsnet during the, uh, the Leafs game against the Predators last night about resting players mm -hmm. and whether you think that's a good idea or a bad idea because Boston has three really key injuries right now. They're resting people. Some of the court says, yeah, you got to rest them. You want to be ready for the dance. That's the big thing. Some of the other guys are saying, no, you got to play. You got to play to be ready. Every game is meaningful. Yeah, I, I think if uh, if you have some sort of a, I don't want to say injury, um, you know, Samsonov, before he left for, for whatever personal reasons the last couple of games, he said he was hurt, but he's ready to go. Well, he's if having a, a baby. It, he has wife, right, exactly. And he, he left, he was gone, what, all weekend, right? So yeah. he, he basically, before the game, just before that, I think it might have been Thursday night. So when they play Tuesday, Thursday, maybe it was Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday last week. Anyway, the, the, before he left his last game, he said, look, I'm, I'm hurt, but I'm still playing. That's where the resting comes in for me. So you look at him and you go, okay, if we let him play, is it going to get worse? You know, assuming he wasn't leaving for the baby. But at the same time, I agree with the statement that you don't want to rest too long or take too many chances because then you're, you know, you're not conditioned to keep on going because the minute round one starts, it's a different game. Right. Teams and then, play and then, harder. Teams play yeah. faster. They play with more, more fervency, right? Right. And then you oh. got, you got the number one team who's resting all their players against a, a number eight team that's been fighting for their friggin' lives for the past two months. And guess who's ready? Especially yeah. if that number eight team is, is Savorkin in that with the Islanders. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, yeah, they were they were talking about it on NHL radio this afternoon as well, and uh, they were just saying, look, you know, what's the fine line? Like, do you do you take the chance and rest them, and then find out that you know they they rested too long and they're not ready for round one, but knowing that round one comes and it's it's a different game. I remember know? last year. I don't know if you guys recall. I went to the very last game of the year, at least the home game. Uh, Boston, Toronto, I thought it might be a big game for a playoff spot. None of the big guys were playing. Uh, neither team uh, survived. Neither yep. team survived. Yeah, they I, need I to think, play. I, I think if, if you go into, like, the final game of the season, you've clinched a playoff spot. There's no way for you to move up or down in the standings. You've got your spot. In the final game of the season... Yeah, I think you can rest players just to give them a, a day extra rest going into the playoffs. But if you're talking like, you know, starting now, that doesn't make sense. And, 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 it, and Big B, I, I'd like to counterpoint with that. That's what practice is for. I mean, at a, at a low that's, level. That's, a, diff that's uh, a different. You, you can't, you a, can't, you can't, can't say, well, that's what practice is for because practice is half the speed of the game. It's nowhere near the intensity of the game. So you can, you can practice all you want. Game one of the playoffs, like Bacon just said, is a completely different animal. So you can sit there and practice and have all this time off, practice all you want under controlled, low-hitting, uh, half-speed conditions, 
you're going to go into to game one of the playoffs and get your head taken off. That's what I'm saying. Don't rest players. I don't. If no, a player's no, hurt, I, if, saying, if, if a player's legitimately hurt and they need a game or two, all right, you're okay. Rest a guy, rest two guys, not six. And 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 you gotta have that tempo heading into the playoffs. It's too tight, man. It's too tight. Oh, I I agree. What I'm I'm not saying start now. What I'm saying is if you're in the final game of the season and it means nothing in the standings, rest your players. Get them. Make sure they have an extra day's rest to you know heal just a little bit more because right now everybody's playing hurt. There's nobody healthy in the league. Everybody's playing hurt. So give them an extra day's rest. If the game means nothing in the standings, it's one game. It doesn't stop the momentum of the team. But would you if do you it? Would you do it, it now, the last game? Yeah, why not? Or the second last game, and no, let them get I their would, legs back in the last game. I would. I would do it in the very last game, just to give them one more day of rest going into uh, the playoffs. Interesting. So two two points that come out of that, like the Bruins sitting at 119 points, they can rest for the rest of the week and not even be concerned if they lose every game. Correct, but that Nobody's kills catching them. And that's that they're the anomaly in this situation, right? In a normal, you know, take the Bruins out of the equation in a normal situation, like like Kay was saying, you rest, you know, let's say Tavares, for instance, right? Taking that shot off the hand last night, mm-hmm. goes back, shaking his hand, came back out and played. Maybe you say, hey, make sure it's okay. Take a game, whatever. The only problem I have with resting the last game of the season is depending on when schedules finish, you might be resting for a week before your round starts. Right. And, and here's the other thing. Um, we're not young sprouts. Uh, you, you guys know as well as I do. You take time away. It takes you longer to get going. Boston is not a young team. They need to keep those legs moving. They, 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 no matter what it takes, they got to play. Or I'm telling you, now that we're heading in the East, I'm still not picking them to win the Cup. And because they're not a young team, that means they need the extra day's rest. If you have a young team that, uh, you know, like uh, the Rangers team from last year, they were the kids. Mm-hmm. They every every round was seven games basically, it's, uh, except for the finals. They didn't get tired because they're young kids. You have an older team like Boston that they can benefit from an extra day's rest going yeah. into the gauntlet that is the playoffs. Okay, so we obviously have Boston as the uh, the president uh, trophy winners. Uh, no no argument there. Uh, eight and two, they're still. Keeping an unbelievable pace, Maple Leafs six three and one. There's a team I still think is getting tired in Tampa, four five and one, and the Panthers sitting at seventy nine points. Um, Hurricanes, Devils, Rangers. Uh, Hurricanes one hundred three, Devils one hundred, Rangers ninety six. Those top six teams have been cemented since we've been talking for the past two months. I think. Yep. That, that wild card is crazy. Uh, the Islanders at 83. The Penguins refuse to give up that second spot. Guys, if the Panthers lose in Ottawa tonight, are they done? They head into Toronto on tighter. Wednesday. It's getting I don't know, tighter. but I don't know if they're done, but if the Panthers lose in Ottawa tonight, Toronto clinches a spot guaranteed. 
Well, we know Toronto's in, though. We know Tampa's in. That top six has been undisputed since, I swear, December. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, you know, I don't know. The Panthers, they're, they're I don't know, man. 79 points. Islanders sitting at 83. And you got the, the Sabres breathing down their neck at 76. Yeah, I, I, I still I, I don't and the think this. was at 82, so. The Sabres, with their 3-5-2, and two, their minus nine goals against. They didn't address their goaltending. I'm going to tell you the Sabres are out. They're great year, great climb. Um, Ottawa wins tonight. I guess they got 77, but I still don't see it there. Chikrin's now hurt. Yep, um, the Panthers are the, are, are, are the only hope. The Capitals have uh, 76, Like, I, but I, I, they're done. The, cap- the Capitals sold off at the trade deadline. Florida's lo- Florida has e- had had everything in the palm of their hands. They could have really made a surge, but th- now they've lost three games in a row. Was it Saturday or well, maybe it was last week? Anyway, the Leafs were there and they just laid Florida to west to to, to waste. That would have never happened last year. No, no, it was a, it was a. Uh, I don't want to say an anomaly, but it, it, it kind of was par for the course the way Florida's been going this year. And it just, uh, I've never I don't know, I, I still see them maybe, maybe knocking on the door, but I, I don't, I don't know, man. It, it's going to be a tough, a tough road. Their, their last 10, even if they've got a mediocre schedule, it's not going to go well, I don't think. And you're the goalie guy. They're asking no, I, Bobrovsky, they're asking Bobrovsky to play the last 12 games. Yeah. There ain't no. That's, you want to talk about on rest, the last leg, You want to talk why. about resting players. This is the time of year you want to throw your back up in once in a while. Yeah, yeah. You want them to play. You know, you want to get to a point where they can play at least forty percent of the games remaining um, to keep you fresh in, in the event that you're going to get that wild card spot. But I, I think that's Florida's only go to. They they got to put him in to make sure they can cement decent goaltending in order to let the other team off the leash or let, let the, the forwards and the D off the leash a little bit and take some chances. Because if they, you know, the D pinch is too far up with the backup in, that's game over. Yeah, I, 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 I just don't believe in them. I have more faith in the Flames than I do in the Panthers right now. I'm sorry. So are you saying that <laughs> the wild card spot in the wild card spots in your opinion are solidified between the Islanders and the Panthers? Well, the Penguins. Cuz basically you, I mean, we know Washington's done. Ottawa's not going anywhere. Uh you said Buffalo is done and they've been they've been not playing well. Um and that just leaves Florida. If you think Florida's done, then the wild card slots are cemented. But at, but at the same point, we all know that Pittsburgh is 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 down to their American League hockey uh, uh, defenseman, other than Chris Letang. But somehow they somehow they find a way to get it done. <laughs> they they're, they're, do find a way. I mean, but they're four, five, and one in their last ten. Um, but again, in the in the last ten, the Islanders are, are on a two-game losing streak, and the Panthers are on a three-game losing streak. Well, I've so, never been a fan of the New York Islanders. Um, not even in the Mike Bossy days. Well, yeah, that's a different team with John and Dennis Potvin and Trache and and, and Nightstrom and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a totally different era. But I, I, they've got a really, really, really good goalie. Yeah, but 
Is that enough? They're another unfortunate team, right? They're almost like the Panthers this year in that they've got good goaltending, and sometimes they just they don't play to their ability. It's really it's frustrating to watch, but I don't I'll know, still man. call it a crapshoot, Bigby. I I really don't know. I, I mean, well, I, if you live in New York, first of all, you bring up the old the, those old early '80s, late '70s Islanders teams. If you live here in New York and talk to any Islander fan, they think that's the greatest team to ever play the game of hockey ever, ever, ever. Uh, and and this year, of course, uh, Sorokin is is the greatest goaltender ever. And should win well, the Vesna hands down. Of course, he's good. Fan. He's really good. Um, he's good, but you know, again, you talk to Islander fans; they they think one little bit of success and they're the greatest ever. Yeah. So um, they're the only ones. The Islander fans are the only ones that have the true faith in the Islanders that they are going to make it. I've said and I've continued to say I'm not going to believe it until they clinch. So I guess we're in agreement. This is a wide open race for the wild card. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. Yeah, it's really close between those, at least those three. Again, last week we counted Buffalo in there saying, yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. And then they went three, five, and two. Right. So they really had a crappy week that didn't help our cause. They're like the Leafs when the Leafs got beat by Washington in the first round of their, when Matthews and Marner and Nylander, their young team. They, they, oh, absolutely. They, they've got some great stuff, but they're not there yet. Yeah, absolutely. They just need to. I don't. I don't say they need to work. To, they need to learn to work together, but they need to feel each other out a bit more, right? Like you said, real young team. They've got all the talent to do it. It's just they really fell in a hard week, and I mean, maybe the next ten games they play are, you know, seven, two, and one, maybe. Or, you you know, never know. Eight. I mean, you know, that's. Who knows? That's what the race is for. But are we willing to to claim the Capitals and the Senators are out, even if the Senators win tonight? Yeah, I've said I've said the Capitals have been out for weeks. I mean, they sold off everything at the trade deadline. They're out. I think Ottawa is out as well. That is Buffalo, Florida, and Pittsburgh, and and the Islanders are in wild card slots right now. And nothing, guys. I, I just want to be clear about this. I know they're in our division. Nothing would make me happier than for Buffalo to finish eighth and beat Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. I I agree with you, B. The Caps, the Senators, and unless the Sabres have a miracle, they're going to need to win at least the next... They're going to have to win at least seven of the games. Mm. Pending Florida and the Islanders only winning three or four. That's about the only way that it's going to work in their favor, and I don't think it's going to happen. So I haven't updated. I I didn't have a chance to update this. This is still last week. Where is Buffalo? Well, Buffalo in their last ten is three, five, and two. No, no, I'm just... three of those wins are there currently on a two-game winning streak. So, you know, they've been bad in their last ten. But they oh, yeah, st- they had a real rough week. They still have Columbus, Flyers, Montreal, Detroit, and Ottawa. I, I mean, they might be able to get... Oh, right. That's four, maybe four wins at least. Yeah. Maybe a loss to Detroit, but pretty pretty sure they, they can, they'll, they'll beat Montreal. Probably beat Columbus, the Flyers. Columbus Ottawa, sure. I think. 
Eh, Ottawa might be. It might be a tie, but who knows? Detroit's overrated. They're they're a year away. Yeah, I still think they could they could probably beat Buffalo though. It's not a terrible schedule, really, realistically in their in their eyes. But I guess it just depends if Florida has an easier schedule than they do. Right, and and what the Islander schedule looks like as well. Yeah. All right. So in in consensus. Panthers, Sabres, Islanders, Penguins for two spots. Yep. I think so. Yep. And in consensus in the West, Jets, Predators, Kraken, Flames. No. Well, the, the, the Flames are closer than Buffalo. Yeah, yeah but I think... Nice. I, the Jets, and, Seattle, and the Flames for me. I don't think the Predators are even in the discussion. I don't. Yeah. I don't think Calgary's in the discussion either. They're just a mess. Although so I'll tell you, Seattle the Predators, the Predators are in unless something drastic happens. The Predators, with every single person out, including Matt Duchesne, who took a hit oh. to the head or a puck to the head, whatever, he was gone. They looked good yesterday. They kept the Leafs three two, and the Leafs yeah, were well, playing a. Leafs were playing a hell of a game with their third string goalie in, who I wish was their backup. Yeah, I was, I was sorely disappointed in the Leafs this week because I needed a goal out of Marner and a goal out of Nylander Friday or, or uh, Saturday. Uh, and uh, when did they? they played what Thursday? I think too, Wednesday maybe. You know, but who kept, uh, yeah, I needed I needed two goals from those guys this week to, to get over top of you and. And you know who kept scoring? Everybody right? else scored except them. You know who Frick kept scoring? Had Tavares. I don't have Tavares. Is BS. You know, I wish I did, though. <laughs> I had Austin Matthews, who's getting hot at the right time of the year. Yeah, he picked 34 up goals, man. If he hits 40, you know, ah, what a bad year he's having. Bullshit. He's the leading forward in blocking shots. His feet are moving fleetly. He's hitting people, and he's going to score 40 goals. I want him on my team. You sign him for whatever it costs. Never mind Mitch Marner and his little ballet down there on the ice. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about Marner. And is O'Reilly playing Wednesday? Does anyone have intel? I haven't heard. I didn't see any updates today. Um, I know Keith had said last week he was real, real close to coming back. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we find out tomorrow morning. Uh, Craig Button. Just before we uh, might as well jump over, uh, you know what we gotta do is we gotta do Vegas, and then we'll uh, we'll come back over and we'll do the water quilt talk because I have uh, another question. Uh, ladies, boy, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jay Vegas on a bit of a slump. You want to talk about teams that are barely holding on to a wild card or any fleet of success and possibly blowing up next season? It's got to be Jay Vegas, uh, guys. I'm gonna have you mute yourself. Um, but we want to wish Jay uh, a very happy birthday, number 5-0. The big 5-0 for Jay Vegas, and uh, we're, we're glad to have him on board. All right, guys, still, here we go. Still waiting on that invite, Vegas, too, by the way. Yeah, we're, we're waiting. the pictures at, from your party. It looked like it was fun. He, he was getting spanked. I, I, I would have I taken a baseball bat and hit his ass a few times uh, for all the money he's lost us here on the show. Um <laughs> But other than that, he's got a guarantee again this week. Apparently, him and Jimmy are going to be in Toronto when I'm up there. They don't have tickets or a hotel yet, so I'm not crossing my fingers. 
I do have both. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Jay Vegas and his pick of the week. Hey, folks. It's time for another edition of Jay Vegas's Pick of the Week here on Pucks and Pints Radio. Fell into a little bit of a trap last week. We we were on the Grand Salami. I don't know if you remember, but we took the Grand Salami, which is the total score from all combined NHL games that night. We had the under 32 and a half, under 32 and a half, almost hit. We went into the final game. We went into the final game, I believe, with 24 goals. We only had 24 goals going as long as long as there wasn't nine goals in the final game, no, sorry, uh, that's bad math. As long as there wasn't seven goals in the final game, we were going to finally hit and break this 0-6 streak that we're on, but uh didn't happen that way. The final game of the night had over seven goals. I believe it was actually eight goals. We lost it by a half a goal, which puts us at 0-7, and now we are well below 500. So what we're going to do to get back to 500 not going to take up much time here, folks. This type of bad streak, sometimes what you do, I'm going to do what I'm going to call a double shot this week, okay? It's called a double shot. Um, tonight, we're going to take the Ottawa Senators to win over the Florida Panthers. I call this a double shot because I think the Florida Panthers are going to take a double shot loss this week. So tonight what you want to do is you want to lay money on the underdog. You're getting plus 120 on the Ottawa Senators over the Florida Panthers. And then on Wednesday night, we're going to take the Florida Panthers to lose again. Two losses in a row for the Florida Panthers. Tonight to the Senators. Wednesday night to the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is a road trip for the Florida Panthers. And I think uh, what you're going to find here is two losses. is going to be a terrible road trip for the Florida Panthers. And they're going to lose two in a row. I know what you're thinking, Jay. I know right now you're saying to yourself, look, Jay, if you bet on the Globetrotters tomorrow, somehow the Washington Generals would pull off a win in overtime. And the way things are going lately, you're probably right. But we're turning things around this time, folks. What we're doing tonight, Ottawa Senators, a plus 120. Not quite sure what odds you're going to get on the Leafs on Wednesday. The lines aren't out yet. They're probably going to pay a little bit of juice on the Leafs at home, but it's all going to equal out in the wash. You're probably going to get plus 120 when you take the Senators tonight, and you're probably going to get something like minus 120, minus 125 on the Leafs on Wednesday. That's going to be your Jay Vegas picks of the week to get us back to 500. Senators tonight over the Panthers. Leafs on Wednesday night over the Panthers. Let's try our best here, folks. Let's write this ship. Good luck. See you next week. unmute quick enough there folks I, I apologize we are still here and thank you for sticking with us I'd like to uh, I, I, I'd like to call you know he 
He calls it the grand salami. I'd like to say I just pulled the bacon. <laughs> Let me just give a, a really quick update before we move on, uh, just so bacon feels better. Montreal still has not been eliminated from the playoffs, so they have a chance. Oh. Yeah, can they hit one in their game with Colorado uh, with um, Buffalo right now? So can they hit four or five though? No. <laughs> and to, to Jay, Jay Vegas's point, calling uh, Florida or Ottawa over Florida. I know the game is not even close to being over, but it's one nothing, Florida over Ottawa right now. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Who knows? The guy's desperate. We can see he's desperate. Him and Jimmy are driving to Toronto without tickets because Jimmy told me that he wants to save his Molson tickets for the playoffs. I'm like, so you got no hotel and you got no tickets. Stay home. Who's he going to do, scalp tickets when he gets there? They, they go up as, as, as we speak. I was very fortunate. I got a, a really good deal on these tickets and... My God, the hotels up there are dear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we go up every summer for my daughter's travel softball, and even then, baseball season, it's, uh, you know, what you'd pay down here for, you know, 150 160 bucks is, you know, three, four, dollars $500 a night. It's ridiculous. Uh, Big B, by the way, speaking of baseball, I don't mean to get off topic because we got to keep things rolling here. We got 10 minutes, and we got Mike Jolet still. Um, you were talking about that hot dog that you had at the um, uh, the show you went and watched uh, at oh, the other the, show. Uh, yeah, the um, the Philly cheesesteak hot dog at the Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Where, oh my God, that sounds good. Well, uh, well, if you listen to Cave Crew Radio, you'd know exactly what it was, Bacon. It goes to show where your loyalty is. Um, <laughs> anyway, I I read today. I read today on on uh, Sportsnet or Tim and Friends, whatever it was. The Blue Jays for $9, which is a pretty dear price for a hot dog. The Blue Jays for $9 are going to have a poutine hot dog. And that's that's French fries and gravy, basically. Well, I don't know if the fries are on there, but it's got the gravy and the curds. Oh, I thought thought poutine was French fries with gravy and... And cheese curds from Quebec. Cheese curds. Okay. So I would I would spend nine bucks for that hot dog. Yeah, but like like Big B said when he was watching the show in in, in Brooklyn, um, or Long Island, wherever he was. Island, yeah. yeah, that's a messy. When I'm sitting at the, <laughs> I have a hard enough time with the mustard dripping out when I'm when I'm at a sporting event. Like, right? You true. really you really don't take into account the logistics of sitting in a seat squished like this. Eating this monstrous hot dog with stuff falling off of it. Right. That's true. That's very true. I, I well, think here's, here's so I, I I because we're so close to Detroit, we go over and watch the Wings game sometimes. My favorite thing at the Wings game is the Coney Island pizza. Mm. Little or, Caesars over there. Or it's the a, little, little Caesars, Caesars pizza. Personal pizza. You know, it's about uh, like a small basically. Mm-hmm. And it's got it's got instead of pizza sauce, they use Coney sauce. From the Coney dogs. Yeah. And then they cut up hot dogs and they put onions and mustard on it. And it's a Coney pizza. And it is the best thing I've ever ate at a, well, second best thing at a sporting event. <laughs> well, I we also get the Little Caesars pizza because you can bring the pizza there. That's an easy, at your seat, something exciting happens, you jump up, 
you might get a pepperoni on the guy in front of you. You're not going to get half the sauce off your hot dog. <laughs> Coney pizza is they use. Have you ever had a Coney dog over there? Oh, they're the best. The same chili, like the same. So instead of pizza sauce, it's Coney sauce. It's not the same as getting it from Coney Island. Just no, right. that's good. No, Detroit Coney Island. Not. Absolutely, it's not. Detroit Coney uh, Island is famous. Yeah. And it's the worst looking chili you ever seen in your life, but God, is it oh, good. But is it good? Oh, yeah. So here, here's a challenge for you this week that you need to report next Friday on, or next Monday, sorry. When you go to the Leafs game, you need to find the messiest food item they sell and, and, and take a picture of you eating it in your seat. In your on my seat, Austin right. Matthews jersey, are you freaking crazy? Go buy Come on, I, live a look. bit. I know you've been dying to buy yourself a Mitch Marner jersey. Go buy yourself one at the Leaf store. Put it go. on. Get the messiest food you can at Maple Leafs Arena, whatever the frick it's called, and eat it at your seat with your Mitch Marner jersey loud and proud on your uh, shoulders. For the last time, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, and I can't put the camera over there, but there is a Mitch Marner autographed jersey Framed in glass over on the wall. It's a over here. Jersey. It doesn't count. I'll tell you. Here's what you need to do. I like Big B's idea. However, there's one even better. Mm-hmm. You switch jerseys with Isbia. And you say, I, I just can't need to wear this fit just into for a the minute. John Tavares jersey. She's got one of these. I just need like... to wear this for a minute. And then you go get this crazy, messy whatever. And then you eat it. And then you run out real quick and take it off and give it back to her. Don't tell her there's anything on it. Just give it back to her. And then put yours on and just sit there like nothing happened. Okay, but Isbia's John Tavares jersey is... What do they call those things? It's like a spank. Like spanks. (laughs) It will show up your, your glorious figure. You get yeah. You can maybe roll it up and wear it like a crop top. You get some Ooh. hoops and holes behind you. I haven't There's had a glorious like figure. A in, crop top jersey. I haven't <laughs> had a glorious figure in fifteen years, um, maybe longer. Uh, <laughs> no, I did say to Jake though because I, I I'm very hard on certain players on that team, and one player I have not been hard on, and I really really feel bad for him is Willie Nylander, and Jake has a Nylander and a Riley shirt, and I was like, if you're not wearing the Nylander, I'm wearing the Nylander because we got to get this boy back where we need him. He's he's in a little bit of a slump. He's got some funk going on, but uh, I know he scored the other night, but uh, we I, I will not pick on Willie. I'll pick on... Yeah. I'll pick I, I on think Marner until the cows come home. I think that's a good project for for a show for next season. Is we we go to a game in our respective areas. You know whether you go to Toronto, B, you go to the Rangers, I'll go to the Detroit. Oh yeah, give me the expensive tickets. Thank you. Well, I mean, you, you go to more Leaf games. Well, I guess it doesn't matter which way we go, but you know, I, I'm you know, I'll even go down to Columbus and but get the messiest item you can find, and 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 rate it. And get pictures and. Or how about this? Yeah, I'd do that. How about this? Next season, or in the off-season, when there's nothing to talk about, we go on their menu board, and we each create one item a week and eat it on air. Oh, I like that idea. That's a good one. So, you know, like if, if Vegas has whatever... 
We choose it. We all create our own, and we'll eat it on there. I, I don't know. We're, we're picking at stars. We got to give Mike Jolitz a piece of the pie here, ladies and <laughs> <Literally>. gentlemen. <laughs> uh, Mike Jolitz. And then uh, I'm, I'm not eating messy food at a hockey game. I refuse to do it. I guess, I guess a good a good question for Jolitz as well is, is uh, the food in the Arizona um, baby arena, does it taste like sadness? I don't know. We got to get him to go there. He's really close. Now it's time for Sports Minute with Mike Jollitz. Hello, 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 Bucks and Pines. How are you guys doing today? Uh, hello to uh, Coach K, hello to Sir Big B, and hello to you as well, Bacon. Yes, guys, it is now time for the Sports Minute. Alrighty, guys, here we go. It's going to be fast and furious today. Tyler Reddick won the NASCAR race yesterday after three green-white checkers. He beat Kyle Busch. It was his fourth Cup Series win. Less than two weeks until arena football starts up again. The Arizona Rattlers play the Tucson Sugar Skulls on April the 8th. Yeah, Tucson Sugar Skulls. Baseball spring training resumed play, and the Diamondbacks tied the Brewers 4-4 on Sunday. Hey, at least the D-backs didn't lose. The St. Louis Cardinals, on the other hand, didn't just lose. They got decimated by the Houston Astros 24-1. They <laughs> had to sting just a little bit. <laughs> uh, and one more quick little story. It's a tidbit, if you will. Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer. Yawn. So tired of it. All right, guys. That does it for this, the Sports Minutes. And I'll be back next week with some more. I hope it was a good show for you guys. And choose ciao and auf Wiedersehen, everybody. Later, bye-bye. All right, boys, we're at that point. Uh, quickly around the horn. Uh, final thoughts, uh, Big B. I'm just, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. Rangers are gelling. The new players are, are, are gelling with their lines. Power play looks good. I'm looking forward to the playoffs. Bacon. Yep, I can echo that sentiment. Um, I I feel bad. I fell asleep watching the L.A. game last night. I was excited to see it because I was on the verge of uh, having a couple players playing to beat you. And I remember turning it on. And then I woke up at like 4 a.m. with the TV blaring and scared the crap out of me. So... And, and so you woke up to uh, Benny Hinn. Uh, I, I was, I don't know what it was. It was something. It was just nonsense. I couldn't, I don't know. I really couldn't make, I couldn't tell you what it is right now, but I know it wasn't hockey. So, <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you that much. It wasn't hockey. The I got nothing. The show that I got is to this, this jersey right here. We finished our season this year. To the kids that played for me this year. I mean, we got second. Oh boy, it was a great game. And you guys played your hearts out, and I hope uh, hope I get a chance to get you all again next year. And, uh, by the way, a new profile picture for uh, Bacon on uh, PucksandPintsRadio.com. Uh, I see you, my wife. Check it out. Good picture. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, all I got is I am super pumped. 
Got a long day of work tomorrow, but I'm heading to the big smoke uh, on Wednesday and finally getting to see my uh, my Leafs uh, home game against what should be a very hungry Florida Panthers team. And um, I will try not to get kicked out of the arena yelling at one of the Tuchuk brothers, who I absolutely can't. Where, uh, where are your seats? Are you in, oh, are way you in the TV range? No, no. I, well, you, I, I guess if they swoop up to the ceiling. But the great thing about where <laughs> I am, I'm in like section three, 301, I think it is. And I can see everything. Not close at all. But the way it hangs over the private boxes... Mm-hmm. Is it's a really good seat. It, it you know I can't afford lower level. Like, oh yeah, they're they're nuts. Yeah, we had a friend that bought her. She bought her husband tickets a few years ago, and the the price they paid was astronomical. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean it's good money, but it's not bad. And um, yeah, we'll have. It's just the atmosphere. It's, oh, absolutely! Like, absolutely, you, you you go to Red Wing games or you know Buffalo or Columbus, like you said, always a good turnout for the Leafs. But it's like a half and half. It's just a sea of blue. If there's one yeah. or two Panther jerseys inside that place, I'll be shocked. Um, and I'm sure it's I'm sure it's the same for you. Be you go to a Rangers game, you know, at the Gardens, mm-hmm. and it's like you know you might see. Admittedly, you, you might see a hundred. Of yeah. the other team's fans getting just amassed by Rangers fans, yeah. like it's oh, just sure. unless it's a unless it's an Islander or Devil game. Oh, ob- where, yeah, obviously because that's close enough. A lot you know, more, but within yeah. an hour or whatever, but yeah. For the most part, when you go to a Ranger game, there's a small section of opposing fans. Otherwise, it's all Rangers. I remember um, it was last year, or the year before, but I, I just remember walking up there before the game, and I'm like, this is heaven i'm yep. in a i'm oh, yeah. in a safe place i mean in detroit it's 50 50 you're still pretty I, cool. I think it's even depending on the time of year you go and when the leafs are playing it's it's sometimes even 60 40 leaf fans yeah it, 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 there's nothing more fun than let's go red wings go leafs go but um it, it is fun but you're you're in there and you're seeing their stupid jumbotron <laughs> dylan larkin shit Admittedly, they do have a nice arena, though. It's beautiful. I love it there. I, I go there at least twice a year, but I love Little Caesars Arena. Yeah, it's gorgeous. But there's nothing like going home. And I, you just, you, you're almost like a bunch of, like, stormtroopers because there's not one person there that's not wearing a blue jersey. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny, it kind of hits you in the heart a bit. You, you wish, you almost wish for the old Maple Leaf Gardens days. Yeah. Oh, that was another rink. But, uh, but you know. Anyway, we up, boys. We got to get up Big B's way and go to a Rangers game. Oh, I'd love to go to Madison Square Gardens. Rangers, Maple Leafs. Even I'd, I'd go Rangers uh, anybody. To I'd, yeah, I'd just love to go to that arena. I'd love to see professional wrestling in that arena. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe to our YouTube channel now and make sure you never miss another upload. This is Pucks and Pints.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.